Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome. What are you doing, man? It's right here. Welcome to the Biz for Good show, ladies and gentlemen, with Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington. Road trip segment. That's right, people. We are in red. And we are off, and we are crammed in red. We got a full house tonight. Everybody yell, woo! So we, we got a group with us today, as many people as we can actually put in this dinky little car. <laughs> but I'm sorry. You want me to put the... <laughs> what? Uh, what? What are you saying? Uh, I'm like a sardine back here. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to go for a ride today. <laughs> okay. And besides, you want me to put this in your face. That's right. Put and it in your face. You're driving, so I don't know. That's, that's okay. I can that's drive and have it in my face. As long as I'm not holding it, I'm good. This is, I, I'm an expert. Uh, a professional, that's what I was looking for, Hands not an expert. Free. Hands free? Yeah. Hands free. Hands free. Not for me. Totally safe. We're totally safe, people. Yeah. Do not try this at home. Ryan, can you describe what uh, we're going to do for the video? Oh. <laughs> Keeping us on track. Yeah, thanks, Cedric. Keeping me on my toes. Uh, what are we doing, Ryan? What what in the crap is going on today? So we were invited to go check out a virtual reality arcade in Orem, which is about 40 minutes, 40 miles away. Yeah, since we have old red here, and VR Junkies has uh, been around for a little bit, but it's under new management with Tim. We're going to be interviewing Tim. And the he, tool man Taylor? Tim the tool man Taylor? Yeah, no, wow. Tim the arcade man t- dude. <laughs> Tim the arcade man dude. <laughs> we're going to play some games? Yeah. He's, we're going to get he, strapped up into some VR? He said we're going to get hooked up and some play some games. Today. And we're going to find out how it connects with PTSD and how they're helping people through VR, right? That's what he, he kind of said to me, but he, I think one thing you'll find out about Tim. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Linda's not used to your driving. <laughs> anyway. PTSD. I have PTSD, okay? Of many accidents. Uh-oh. I didn't do it. We are in red, and we are off. And that's what you're in red. How is this possible? Everybody yell. I don't know how that's doing that. Hey, we just went totally... <laughs> this is uh, already starting out to be crazy. Uh, okay. <laughs> is that from phone? I don't know. Is that from my phone? I don't know. <laughs> How did it know? Does that have Bluetooth on it? Uh, it's, it's replaying the video that I just took. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you said you were in red. Yeah, didn't I? Yeah. That was what I just said there, isn't it? <laughs> Anyways, so we're Is just that having recording. Yeah, I'm at um, three minutes and twenty-two seconds. Oh, okay. okay. I was gonna say Tim's that. really passionate. He's got this new position as a manager, overseeing a lot of the VR junkies, and he wants people to get out and enjoy and have fun. I think that's part of being good and doing good is 
having fun. And anyways, he'll be fun. A high energy guy. Absolutely. And we're gonna check out uh, the place because aren't we gonna have a big event there later in the year? Yeah, we're gonna plan on inviting a lot of our guests we've had on the show to come out, give appreciation day for, for all them. And hopefully there'll be a lot of video of everybody acting stupid with their VR caps on, right? Yeah. I love that. VR That's head. Some of the best YouTube videos is watching people smash their TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I didn't see it. I'm sure this is a much safer environment and they've got padding and all kinds of stuff. So there's, we'll I think, see. six pods. And oh, there's really? A, there's a couch. Or no, there's ten pods. Ten and a, pods and a couch. And a couch. Yeah, what's a pod? Explain that to us, right? It's just a freeze, free area, so you don't run into anybody. <laughs> oh, really? We're going to become pod people? We're already pod people, baby. Yeah, we're podcaster people, baby! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I yeah. This. So, watch out, Linda. <laughs> I don't think Linda was quite prepared... <laughs> what how Bobby drives. But anyway. Okay, anyway. Uh all right. So you kinda hear a little bit of what we're doing. We always like to start the show with getting in the car and getting going down the road. We're fixing to get on the highway. So uh maybe we'll do a hey, can we do uh, the uh, uh biz for bad? Oh you, you wanna, wanna do the biz for bad? Thing? Yeah, what were you talking about? Well I'm not very schooled in it, but uh I can do the basics, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, this is our first uh, biz, biz for, for bad. bad. Uh, we want to give good examples of the opposite of like businesses doing bad because this is a great opportunity to just say what they could have done, could have done, or like what's out in the world and awareness too, right? Maybe you can go to your legislature and demand better, whatever. But uh, yeah, there's a committee held I think yesterday or the day before. A t- doing a trial or a hearing on six or eight pharmaceuticals, one of the biggest, uh, all the biggest pharmaceuticals in the United States. And uh, basically what's happening is they're under questioning because uh, we as Americans are paying 150% more out of pocket for insurance. Uh, well, not insurance, but the insulin pharmacies pills medicine and they're one of the statements from the lady was you basically are doing this because you think you can no because they can because they can because if you don't take insulin you die my daughter's a type 1 diabetic and if she doesn't have insulin she dies basically take preying on our our weakness right yes anyway so one of the pharmaceuticals actually uh, applies for many patents so that they can charge more because you have more patents I guess you can charge more and he has 18 patents on one insulin drug so anyways people are suffering with insulin and uh, the we, we as Americans are struggling to find out you know f- go through the cost of living and what we have to do and then medicine on top of that it's kind of a blow to the head right right <laughs> right 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 so i want to in this segment or my vision of this segment i'm hoping is that 
we talk about what what somebody what they're doing to kind of you know that's bad or that that we feel is wrong and then i want to see what could what could they do different that could change that whole thing around so we we've all talked we talk about pharmaceutical companies a lot i mean this is just a new piece of of this whole problem right are are people really looking for uh cures for stuff or are they just finding ways to get more drugs out there i mean i i don't know i'm hoping that this world we're looking for cures and and the big thing is what could the pharmaceutical company do what if they were actually about the people that they were helping what would that look like i mean a company it's big they do lots of research they do have to make money i mean if they don't make money then they can't build the products and and it is expensive and it is hard and all the research that you have to go through to do it so what what do you guys think about what would it look like for them to change a new leaf or to look differently or that it would be a place for good Man, my arms getting tired. <laughs> now i'm going straight i could probably hold it okay linda's got something oh no oh, i thought you were gonna say what you think cedric i know you got something sorry i uh no i don't <laughs> All right. Honestly, no. I was just trying to help out. <laughs> so they're 150% on the cost of uh, America. They're charging more than other countries. So there's got to be a solution where they can have a standard throughout the world. Or that's just monopolizing on our, you know, just taking advantage of us, right? Yeah. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering what we could do to change that, and 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 at least the perception of that, because again, it does take a lot of money to create drugs. But once a drug is created and it goes into a generic status and and all that stuff, then it becomes affordable. Now, if if drug companies are really recreating those same drugs again just so they can put them back on the market as a premium. That's just wrong. And there probably should be something that should stop that. Hey, if this drug isn't really any different, then it needs to stay like it was. Now, insulin, I'm not, you know, insulin is something that needs, that people need to stay alive. They do not live without it. And so the fact that maybe you can bump up the price because people need, you know, everybody says it's supply and demand that that you charge however much people are willing to to give but i think when it comes to life and illness and stuff like that maybe we need to rethink that process well i was just like frustrated because this guy is applying for patents just blatantly to charge more though that's that's not right that's business for bad in my opinion uh, unless they're, they need to pay out more on their to build this stuff, but I think it was unnecessary. First, and there's a lot of companies out there. I think in the forward thinking, in the social, socialpreneur, and millennial generation, I think they were, I think they're trying to solve a lot of this too, like with a lot of different. I don't know. I always see some new thing out but I, I never record it. 
anyways. So yeah, that's all I have to say at the moment. That's all you. That's all you got to say. That's all he's got to say. So it's something to think about. Our, our vision of of this new segment is to really kind of look at what's out there. There is a lot of you know bad business practices and stuff, but we want to highlight the fact that it could be different. That they probably could still make. Uh, a lot of revenue and do well by focusing on what is actually needed from the person. I think a, a be good, do good alternate solutions that could be cost effective for the company and cost effective for the consumer. Right. Yeah, and I think as a business, yes, we all want to find out how to make more profits, but it, it in a in a business. So let's take insulin. For example, there's so many people that need it, right? There are people that are sick that need it. Now, the only way to charge more is to up the price or what? There's no, there's no, nothing you could do to get more money for it other than just charge more because it's what keeps people alive. So there's got to be a different space that pharmaceutical companies could look at uh, to make revenue other than just upping the price of a current, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's my two cents. Uh, that's a hard one. It's a it's a debate that's been going on for a long time. And, you know, when it comes down to it, if we just look at people as human beings and that we're here to hit, assist the human race, maybe that's all that needs to change. All right, folks, we're zipping out. We will see you at the... VR Junkies! We're almost there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I know you heard us on the way over here, the trip over here, and some of you have probably been on our social media stuff, and you're seeing a whole bunch of videos out there of the the VR Junkies. Uh, We have had a crazy time here today, don't you think, Ryan? Oh, it was amazing. Much cooler than I thought. I've never done VR of any kind, and uh, you just cannot understand how cool it is unless you do it, huh? Yeah, you got to immerse yourself in the experience for sure. I I love watching you squeam over the spider, though. Oh, my gosh. He just, Tim had this look on his face, and he's smiling. He's like, you really want something? You really want something? And I'm like, oh, what? And I just thought I was going to walk a plank, but when the spiders showed up, and then that big freaking spider, the crazy part about the big giant spider is he's way down the street. Coming at you, yep. And you're in the elevator, and you, you guys saw him getting Coming closer. Right yep. and, yeah, I'm, yep, a, a, and he's like slow. <laughs> you're just standing in the elevator, and he's a little bit closer, and then he raises yeah, up to each end. You're like, okay, yeah. that, that was and freaky. The doors close. close. Then what happened? Then, then you, then you go to the top floor. Six, six, six. Yes. That was, that was literally, and I, I'm not a big Heights fan, and, and I chickened out. You closed your eyes. I, yes. I went to the plank. I got the phone, and when the dude started sawing the plank, I knew I saw the writing on the wall, so I closed my eyes. So you guys saw me falling, but I didn't see me falling. <laughs> Super cool stuff. Guys, we are here with Tim Bingham. He's the manager here at the store, the, the, the VR junkies. We're just going to talk to, to Tim and, and kind of get what is this all about? You know, he knows the Biz for Good Good show and what we're about and why are we doing this. 
And we're going to talk about why VR is a be good, do good thing. What do you think, Tim? Just tell us about stuff. I can tell you all sorts of stuff, stuff you may not even want to hear about. <laughs> but I can't yeah. tell you. Tim's fun. <laughs> the first week I walked in here, there was an opportunity for a, uh, well, dad and a, well, no, grandfather. It was a grandfather. So as I'm sitting here watching this boy come in on a Monday, he's standing there, he's got bandages on his arms, and he's there with his aunt, and they get into the zombie game. You played one of the modes, but they were in cooperative, and they were playing the story mode. Well, the thing is, is he's in there with the game with his aunt, and he's giving her rubber duckies, he's giving her lanterns, he's throwing stuff, and they're interacting back and forth. They're not even in the same space, but they're interacting back and forth. Well, after an hour, they both get out, and they're happy, smiling, and having fun. He comes back the next day, grandpa and grandma. <laughs> they're the ones that normally pay for him to come. Now, this kid is probably no more than 15. But as you look at him, he has the look of being socially awkward. You know that look? Mm -hmm. How they just don't hold themselves. There's not a lot of confidence. They speak, but he's hooked on video games. He loves video games. And his grandma would come and pay for him to come all the time. I had a thought, maybe this is a reward for behavior. So grandma says, I'm off to the hair salon. Grandpa says, I'm going to sit on the couch and play with my phone. And I says, no, you're not. You pay for your grandson to play, and you're going in too. And he's all, no, no, no. I says, no, seriously. I insisted. So I put Grandpa, and he's in his 70s. I put Grandpa in. 70s? Yep. In the VR. In the VR, <laughs> shooting zombies on the campaign <laughs> mode. And I thought, give him 10, 15 minutes. No. He was there the whole entire time with his grandson. The entire time. Oh, and they both got out smiling. Now, just like we got a video of you guys talking about your event in Elvin Assassin, they did the same thing. They now have something to talk about that is social on a level that you cannot get in the real world. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's the really interesting thing, because when we think about VR, we think about a video game, we think about being alone, we think about an introvert, but you're taking it to a whole, you're showing a whole different level. We were all cooperative. They had four of us in there. Me and Ryan had each other's backs against the zombies. Unfortunately, Cedric couldn't find a gun, and he just ran off to try and get away. But me and Ryan, back-to-back, -back, dude, we were, we were punching it. And, and it really is a very cool interactive with people, which, yep. which I was pretty surprised that, that it actually is something that can be used for, like, team building and Absolutely. all kinds of stuff like that. So one of the things I see is we get gamers. I've got a VR at home, right? But they're coming in here with three buddies. In here with three buddies, and they're playing a game together, and they're getting an experience that at home, online, they cannot get. Because their buddies are in the next booth, or two booths, or three booths down. And when they're out, they're, they're high-fiving. They're screaming together. They're talking to each other in a headset. And where are they? I'm reaching out and touching you. Yeah. That's the reality of it. You don't get that on online. So true. You can talk to Pickle all day long online, but it's not the same thing as, when, hey, when we're out, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And the other thing, too, you, you know, when you answered my ear, who's the leader here? Who, what, what are you doing? And, and I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. So I started yelling out orders, and, 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 and it was cool because we started becoming a team. And, and th that first round, 
<laughs> Luckily, there wasn't too many guys coming at us. We, we were horrible. Not only just figuring it out, but figuring out how to be a team. And I think when we all three got in a different corner yeah. and we were taking them on and, hey, they're over here, they're over here, it was an amazing team experience. Yes, and it takes it to the level that this becomes real and this is how we implement what we're trying to learn. Instead of just being told, okay, Pickle, this is what you need to do. And you go, okay, yeah, I'm listening. But you're not really listening because it's going out through the brain matter and onto the other shoulder, right? But when an orc is coming at you or a big giant freaking dragon with fire breathing, you pay attention. And somebody tells you to put a freaking arrow in the head of the guy, you're okay. Oh, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> and when you said... As fast as you can pull them, you can shoot them. I'm like, what? Oh, that made a difference yeah, too. Yeah. You started. Yeah. Then we started getting a workout. The sweats, the sweat started pouring. We're like, okay, now yeah, we're shooting out. them. It's it's all about the engagement. But when you take the element from outside in the real world and coaching, boom, things start to stick. Yeah, and the and the other piece that you that we talked we had talked about PTSD and mm -hmm. and, and folks that have had you know, those kind of issues. And we were doing some really intense stuff that probably wouldn't, wouldn't be too good for someone like that. Or maybe it is, uh, I don't know. But then you showed us the other side of this calming, immersive, where we went scuba diving. And, and that was just so calming and surreal. I could see even a, and you say their team situation where you can, you can be down there and scuba dive too and talk to each other. Yep. In a multiplayer, you can talk to each other. So basically, on a therapy level, when you're dealing with depression, post-traumatic stress, uh, anxiety, all of these things, you can actually have somebody in the game, as long as it's built that way, that has that interaction. Now, I have seen kids with depression, you can tell it on their face, walk out of here with a smile on their face because somebody played a game with me. Somebody cared enough to allow this to happen. The power of this is, can't even be communicated in words. It's a facial expression. When you see your wife completely calm, yeah. scuba diving, yeah. and nothing is an issue. Everything is good. Everything's serene. And I'm happy because somebody cared. The, the crazy part about the whole experience, too, is when you sit here on the couch... And you watch somebody doing it, you're like, that doesn't look cool. You're sitting there, they look like they look like they just uh, in a goofy, weird state. But man, when you're in it, it's so engaging. It was weird because I, I had, you know, I'd been the guinea pig a lot, and I didn't get to sit down and watch somebody. And it's just like, wow, watching it doesn't look like much is going on there. <laughs> I was pretty animated though. I felt like I was being pretty animated when I was in there. Jumping off the thing and shooting stuff. You were being normal self, but you were being. Let's oh, that was. I tried to punch the zombie. That pissed me off. I couldn't well, punch yeah, the zombie. Some games you can. You get in a drunken bar fight. You get drunk in the game, and then you punch people. I mean, yeah, there's a game that way too. You would go no, go, go over that one. But the whole point is, is there's Bobby. Yeah. And then there's Bobby, as in the communicator. Uh, and then you got Bobby, who is, hey, I'm the promoter. You've got three or four different Bobbies that come out. Very true. But Very when true. you are in there on a team level, this is the real Bobby on every level. Mm -hmm. This is not just the Tim and Bobby having fun and being smart acts. And, and you know, <laughs> this is 
okay, this is really cool. All right, I can start to see how. And then the true nature of the individual It brings a lot out of you. It really does bring this a lot out of This is the real you. person. Yeah. This is another side of people that you don't see yeah. when they come into so here. So when I was swatting spiders, that's the real me. That's your deep fears coming out. <laughs> the you know, I, I told myself, you know, I don't, I'm not, I not got a huge spider problem, but that was freaky. That was seriously freaky. So I take and the pride big spider in walking down the street. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> when you, I knew I was up for something when you were smiling. I'm like, I thought I was just walking the plank. No, no, no. That was that well, was a whole other level. Six, six, six. You're in for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and I'm like, wait a minute. Are these spiders? Am I seeing spiders right now? Oh my gosh, they're crawling. Are they on me? That was pretty intense. Yeah. You said yeah. that when the rocks, when you were getting buried alive, you felt rocks. Yeah, it felt like they were dropping on my head. It was probably my mind playing tricks on me. Exactly. I've had people say, I feel like I can smell the dental office. Oh, when, when the, the guy's, guy's drilling. drilling? Oh, I was taking I that on. You can drilling. smell. You didn't see the guy? He you was, didn't see he him was walking? preoccupied with everything else. Yeah. He you was looking You didn't see him around. walking towards me? Yeah, but you were like, ah, ah. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's because like, <laughs> he had he's a drill in my face. He's drilling the teeth, yeah, but people like, go, Come I on. can smell the dental office. Ooh, wow. That's how powerful the mind is. Wow. So now when we're talking about coaching and mentoring, we're talking about a concept that can be taught through an unreal universe. Totally immersive. Totally immersive. It, it takes your brain to a whole different level. It does. Because how many times did I tell you, Bobby, who's a leader? Bobby, who's a leader? Yeah. And then after about five times, you clicked in and went, oh, shoot. I guess I, but somebody's got to take charge of this menagerie. <laughs> and then you did. And then, boom, everything kicked in. That was yeah. very, very cool. I just stayed put. Do you have a flying one where you can just be like <laughs> Superman? We've got a few. Oh, We've got a few. I could see, just like being underwater, that would be cool to be flying over the world. and, and You can go into Google city. Earth and actually oh, explore can? Google Earth. And when oh you're standing gosh. on a cliff, it's just like you were in the plank. You are on the edge. And it's a, pardon my French, because you, if you need to bleep it, it's an oh shit moment. <laughs> There's no other way to explain it. When you open that door. The and plank it's, was freaky. Oh! I will tell you, I had to finally close my... When I knew that I was going to be falling... You almost dropped that word. Yeah. You almost <laughs> dropped it when the door opened. Yeah. You're like, oh, forever, forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm all, oh, really? Okay, I know that this... And I knew it when I was going to get the phone. I'm like, I bet as soon as I pick this phone up, bad things are going to happen. <laughs> but it also takes it to the level where you have virtual escape rooms. Oh, yeah. You have four people in an escape room where you go in and you've got to solve puzzles. Wow. We've got one right here that is a you with the visor can see a bomb. And you've got four or five other people with books. And you have to talk how to defuse this bomb because oh, you wow. can't see it. Whoa. The people outside cannot see the bomb, just the guy in the headset. Whoa. So you want to talk about taking communication to a different level. And you're trying to talk about this symbol or that symbol or you got to do this. What about these wires? It is wow. insane what you can do. So yes, you can fly like a superhero. Yes, you can float in space. We had a father come in with his 29-year-old son. Birthday party, another one. I want to pay for my son. I says, birthday? You're not going to play? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm 65. I don't, I'm, I'm not a gamer. And I says, I don't care. This is buy one, get one. If you're, if you're here with your son and you're playing with your son or going to buy your son, you are going to play. That's so I cool. put him in Elven Assassin. They were in there for 30 minutes, and they were grinning what they got done. His son then went to play a Jedi. <laughs> and he was having a blast for 30 minutes, and his dad went into space. 
He was on a space station. And as he would reach his hand out and grab a handrail, he'd pull himself forward and he would float, just like he was in outer space. And he was there for 30 <laughs> minutes. So cool. 65 years old, and I don't play games. <laughs> and he was there for another 30, an hour total. 30 minutes, an hour. Yeah, and they were smiling. You want to keep doing it, it's really cool. They were smiling. Yeah. They bonded. Yeah. Instead of dad just saying, it's your birthday, let's go, I'll pay for you to go play. No, it's I, bonding. I like how you do that. I think I know what my next date night with my wife is going to yes. be. Even if this it's Friday, baby. Beat Saber, which is again rock band. The oh, guitar. No, no, we're going to fight zombies together. No. Oh, I exactly. <laughs> Momo <laughs> hates zombies. As much as my wife is. So I don't come here to play the games. I'm not here for the games. You're here for the people. I'm here for the people and how powerful of a tool this can be. And Bobby, you know just as much as I do, speaking is very powerful. Telling stories story. is very, very powerful. Yes. This is just another way to tell a story. Tell a story. It's, it's so cool. Tim, thank you so much for, for inviting us to show us this cool stuff. You're an amazing dude. I, and I know where your heart is. Your heart is all about connection. And, and, and to see, you know, we, we think about this as just a gaming thing, but you think about this as a people thing, don't you? It is. It's very much a people thing. They call it a virtual reality arcade. And I'm toying with the phrase of a social reality arcade. Ooh, I like it. It's a social reality arcade. And I like that phrase because it is. It's driving social. Whether your family is you and your best friend or you and your family, brothers and siblings, it doesn't matter. It's social. Absolutely. So cool. So cool. Any last words, Ryan? What, do you, what, what was your experience like? I'm handing the mic. Oh, it was awesome. I'd like to get on there some more. <laughs> but uh, and once I figured it out, I'd go, oh, okay, let's do this. But, uh, no, I really appreciate Tim and I inviting us and about the people and the social aspect. Is I just like talking and, like, having your back in that game. That was really – once I figure out how to teleport, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. You can uh, want to say how we can find you, what location and stuff like that? Or Right now we're in the University Mall in Orem. We will be relocating in about 30 or 30 to 60 days, and we'll let everybody know where that is. Bigger. bigger. They got to get a bigger place, go baby. Bigger. Go bigger, go we, home. We have a two- to three-hour wait time. It's time to get bigger. Yep. So that's kind of where we're going. Awesome. Well, thanks, Tim. Thank you so much. And, guys, you know, it's really interesting – on the Biz for Good show, we talk about being good and doing good as a business model, and, and sometimes we look at stuff in a different way. And I, maybe a lot of people haven't thought that virtual reality is a, is a be good, do good thing, but you've just shown us how much it is. Mm -hmm. And that is very, very, very cool. So, guys, come down to Provo. Orem, sorry. Come down to Orem and check it out. VR Junkies. Uh, do you have social media? Uh, We've got a little bit of social media. We're actually working on that. To try and beef that up, Facebook, uh, you can go to VR Junkies Orem, find us there. I believe they're on Instagram also. So we're really trying to ramp that up to right now. You can go to buy one, get one. It's an app you can download. And right now we've got a buy one, get one, whether it be 30 minutes or an hour. So regular rates are $45 an hour. You buy 45 you an hour and you get two people in for an hour. Ooh. And then we've also, if you've never tried virtual reality, again, you'll only find this on the buy one, get one app. We're giving away 15 minutes for free if you've never tried. 
So come on down. 15 minutes to check it out. 15 minutes, you figure out how to do it. Exactly. And now you're ready, really want more. Yeah. Just, just so, so just be ready for that. <laughs> That's how I get people addicted. <laughs> That's so cool. So cool. Ryan, you want to take us out? Yeah, yeah. So we always end the show with a hashtag, be good, do good. And he's got some coupons here. I don't know if we're talking Those about that. Oh, they're ours to give out and yeah, stuff? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyways, we got some you know coupons and stuff. So thank you, Tim. So we end the show with a hashtag, be good, do good, three times, or be good, do good. Yeah, I said it so many times, it doesn't even, <laughs> be good, do good, hashtag, be, be good, good, do good, hashtag, be good, do good, hashtag, be good, do good. And that's a wrap. You're awesome, man. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go 